Oh, hello. I'm Sketch. And I'm Shades. And this is... Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, Shades. Welcome back, Sketch. How you doing? I'm... I'm feeling pretty good. How are you doing? Do you feel a little better? Yeah. Feeling a little better. Good. I uh, right. not to mix too much real world in our fake world. Uh, I'm, I'm world half I'm half vaxxed. I'm looking forward to uh, taking off the helmets and and unsealing the opposite ends of the Goko. Very good. I am full vaxxed, still in the helmet. Um, That's okay. My skin has grafted to the uh, to the inside padding, and uh, this is just me now. <laughs> You know, it's now a, that it's an improvement. Now that's a big uh, improvement. Everybody what thinks are, so. What are they called? What what's that what's that what's that pair called? Daft Punk. Right? Yes. Isn't that, isn't that, well, they've called it quits. I mean, we right. could be the new helmeted duo of, of the pop culture. <laughs> pop culture universe. Oh yeah, because cause Disney's not gonna sue the shit out of us for that one. Nope. Disney's a very kind corporation. Guys, if you're joining us like like live-ish the, the you know as live as a podcast can be joined uh then you are coming off of our our big and i mean big it was a big episode our monstrous back, back to the future uh spectacular it was it was heavy it was it was in the fourth dimension it was uh it was great i had fun sketch scott great scott see what i did there so I yeah, did. so uh, before we kind of get into to longtime listener response, which there is, there was a lot of longtime listener <laughs> response for uh, for Back to the Future. Do you have anything first in in listening to the episode in in uh, sitting on on topics or or questions? Uh, I I don't. A uh, longtime listener of the pod, uh, Alan. Uh, disagreed with my assessment of uh of Back to the Future. Uh, two yeah and that's where a lot of our responses came and and that's fine and uh and and just kind of i could go through point by point you made some excellent points and and guys it's you know it's it's open to interpretation i am but one voice uh on the the interwebs uh if you know i'm happy i'm happy to tell you why you're wrong about these things um but yeah it's a there's there's some controversy in uh in my in my rankings of of the Back to the Future universe, yeah. But I stand by my thoughts. I um I re-listened to the episode. I had thoughts. I forgot them. I stand by what I said, guys. You you stand by what you've forgotten already. Yeah, obviously. Um, yeah. I mean, I I stand by my rankings of like just jockeying what my what my favorite is between first and third. Um. And then, you know, my least favorite is two, but I, you know, I still gave the whole trilogy in 95, like two is, it's my least favorite of a, of an incredible trilogy, you know? Um, yeah, you know, I, 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 I was yeah, actually I thinking about, I was thinking about one and three earlier today, actually, in, in, in preparation for this. I, even though I think I enjoy three more, I, I fully recognize that one is the best movie. Yes. It's the best constructed movie. Out well, of it was them. designed to stand on its own. Yeah. And that, I mean, that in, in and of itself sets it apart. Um, agree. Strong agree. But uh, all right. So that was longtime listener, Alan. Yes. 
had some had some issues. All right, I got I got some stuff from from long time listeners as well. I'll um I'll start with this is kind of exciting. This is a new LTL, a new long time oh, really? listener, uh, uh, named Elise. No no relation <laughs> to yours, uh, but she she wanted to point out to me excitedly that on her rewatch of um the Back to the Future trilogy. Uh, you know how we were talking about those things that kind of like tie and foreshadow all three yes. movies and yeah, the yeah. crazy timeline all together. Uh, she she said she noticed on her, uh, on this time through on in Back to the Future Part Two, the uh, the movie that Marty interrupts when Biff is in the hot tub with his ladies is uh, is a Clint Eastwood. I think it's the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, but it's this it's a scene where uh, Clint Eastwood survives being shot in the chest by by strapping strapping the the the, the metal to him. Yes. Uh, so so that now shows up in all three movies the uh interesting the uh the the deception of being shot and the reveal of of uh of of protecting oneself under concealment huh which uh, oh you know i didn't put it together with um interesting i didn't put that together either yeah that's just like one of those things where i was like oh yeah i i never you know i noticed it but it never like stood out to me until she said it Right. And and it it brings back that question of where is Doc in his own timeline in the first movie? Yeah, because that's it's like a whole inception thing then that. Doc. What? I don't know. Marty writes the letter to Doc in the first movie, but then in the third movie. Marty does it in the past. But then who knows, like, if Doc is, like, old Doc or young Doc in the first movie because he has, like, gene restoration done on his face in two to make himself younger. That is true. Forgot about that. It's like where, I guess that's, like, my big question that wasn't asked. Where is Doc in his own timeline Mm -hmm. in the first movie? Like, because he has a time machine at the end of three. He could go back and incept himself and replace himself or just be that i don't know it's confusing anything's possible it's, it's wibbly wobbly timey wimey well speaking of um big questions yes we got some uh we got some listener uh answers we got some big a's to our big bqs okay uh, both uh tim hoshi long time long time oh, friend of the pod and uh long time building a like one eighteenth. 120 uh, no one sixth replica of the delorean yeah it's it's large i've I've seen it um and it's and good luck tim hoshi yes good luck with that we'd like to see pictures when it's all done when it's all finished uh but uh he chimed in on this as well as a long long time listener nobody from jakku uh both my old nemesis but yes both answered your question (laughs) about where the time train comes from Oh, okay. Apparently, that is answered uh, kind of right away in the uh, extended universe, the comics, right. the official comics. Yes, and that the time train is, in fact, the train that crashed into the ravine, as as you had hypothesized. Uh, Doc spends time kind of gathering All and recovering pieces. pieces that that he could use, and then to further uh, answer your your big question of you know well all said and done where does he come up with the electricity needed to to do that thing uh according to the comic he kind of uh cannibalizes the hoverboard and inside it there is a quote frictionless dynamo 
that provides the electrical power needed uh, to do it. That is that is that is officially the in-universe answer. A frictionless dyno, so a perpetual engine. Yeah, you know, inside the hoverboard. Yeah, you remember? Wait, remember? wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Then why can't it run on water if it has power? Why? Oh, okay. New big question. If hoverboards. Yeah. If there's a frictionless dynamo inside the hoverboard, doesn't that mm. mean it has power and shouldn't it have run on water? Mm. Yes. If I understand my frictionless dynamos, which I think I do. Or did they just mean that there weren't rockets on the back of his? Maybe that's the problem. Because there were the, rockets on the back of the bulldog, right? Because the... Um, rockets. Yes, there were. Oh, there were. Yeah, that's a good point. There were. Oh, yeah, because he still has to kick with his feet. Right. Yeah, that all that thing does is hover. It doesn't provide any forward propulsion. Yeah. I think we I think we unpacked that one. Good job. <laughs> um nobody also answered my question about uh the ravine and and how this all explains away, you know, what it was who it was named after and the original timeline and all of that. And uh this comes directly from one of the writers who was questioned about this apparently at at a at a convention long ago okay um because i guess i was not the first one to have that that question that that glaring question but uh according to the writer uh clara committed suicide in the ravine after doc was shot in the back by mad dog and it was named it was named after her which okay i'll i'll accept yeah here's my problem though that marty's story contradicts that about why it's named barton ravine well that 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 means if if we're to take that for face value that means that by the time the movie starts in 1985 in in scene one of part one right we already have doc back in in, in 1885 um which again, Which, it just gets all screwy, right. all screwy, Louie. Um, and then, and then, my problem with that is if, if okay, so if that's if that's the answer, right? Which I, I have to give credit where credits due. If that came from a writer, I have to accept it as an answer. But then things get all dicey for me because then I'm like, all right, so then if that doc is already oh, in no. 1885, then the the DeLorean is already, already sitting, sitting in the in mine. Hill Valley in, in 1955? And couldn't have Doc sent a letter to himself to read when marty first goes back to 55 and right now he's got all of the components to fix uh, the delorean and just save all of the trouble all of avoid all of the nonsense oh, no. so anyway that that answer even though i accept where it comes from it to me it opens up a, a bigger can of, worms. can of worms yeah yeah wow yeah which which one of the writers I, I he did not specify in his email. Oh man. Um okay. New big question. Which New one big, of the writers? Which one of the writers? Yeah. Zemeckis or Gale? Um yeah, I I'm don't gonna know. go with Gale. I'm going to go with Gale. It seems like something un-Zemeckis like yeah. ever wanting to give any answers to anything. And and it does it does really seem to me of a shoot from the hip answer like oh yeah. i was put on the spot at a panel and here's the answer exactly. but ooh, be careful. Ooh, be careful cuz now you've opened up. That really breaks the the universe. Yeah. Um, um the the last thing i'll bring up from our longtime listeners is speaking of nobody from jakku wrote us <laughs> quite a a defense for back to the future part two listen 
Yeah, we I, in listening back to the episode, we definitely came we're, down hard, we're hard on, on it. it. I think um, deservingly so. Yeah, and I agree deservingly so. But I'm still going to um, try to summarize at least a little bit. So there's equal representation out there. All right, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try and tell nobody from Jakku why he's wrong. So this is this is why nobody likes Back to the Future Part Two. I'm just gonna sit on that for a second. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't pick the name, but here is why nobody likes part two of Back to the Future. So um, you did that one to yourself, nobody. And I and I do I do consider this to be to be valid. It's just it's not as we discussed in the episode. Gotcha. Uh, it's not what we liked about part two. But he personally likes that part two has a different MacGuffin than parts one and three. He's afraid that if two had uh, kind of that same. Um, fish out of water let's fix the technology and get back um that the whole trilogy would feel very stale so he likes the hmm. fact that it's uh you know it's when you look at three and one yes there are there are glaring similarities uh which i think you and i happen to like because it's it's doing what we yeah. loved in one again in three right um i'll disagree with that one uh and and i i recognize it i think it's a valid point uh i I think that was the cause to introduce the nobody calls me chicken mm. um, because they didn't because the the DeLorean was so God modded. There's even that you know scene where Marty jumps off the building. And yes, like, he does fly. I mean, that is like the ultimate. I like God modded. He pretends, he pretends to uh, commit suicide because in any other movie, the DeLorean would have just fallen out of the sky. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, he, I, does, he does the old Aladdin scene. I would have actually enjoyed that of like the DeLorean, like after like picks Marty up that like the, the hover conversion, like conks out. Yeah. That's what, that's what destroys that's what, the that's lightning what, strike. Yeah. That would have been a nice change. I would have liked that. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, so far one for one, one for one. So uh, <laughs> another point he brings up is uh, uh, he, he brings up how, how uh, the movie establishes how dangerous it is for, um, time travelers to exist at the same time as previous versions of themselves and uh, uses that to, to cite why, uh, you know, what we had a problem with, like you have this time machine, just try it again, do it over again. Why not do this? Uh, he cites that as evidence as to why you can't do that, which uh, I understand. Yeah. The, the movie does say that doc makes a big deal about, you know, not being in the same place as, as a previous self. But um, to that, I say that that goes against my point of we're going back in time knowingly to the exact moment uh, that Marty was there in 1955. And now we're, we're knowingly bringing two Martys into the situation. If it's right. so dangerous, why are we doing it? And also Biff's storyline contradicts that. Though Which part of Biff going Biff not only goes back to a a fixed point in or not a fixed point but a you know the same point in time like there's two Biffs occupying the same space and not only do they see each other they interact with each other and have a conversation mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they like physically come into contact with the same object at the same yeah. time so I I guess Biff's storyline breaks that idea although I will say maybe that's what kills Biff old Biff. Also, the Doc runs into his old self as right. well. He, he has a conversation with him on the street. Has a conversation, yeah. yeah. Um, so 
it's that thing of like, and and I think that's the thing that you and I have a problem with too, is that like, it, it, all right, Doc starts putting down these really um, important specific, rules, important very specific rules, rules and and he immediately he breaks, breaks them himself. And then the uh, the the last the last point that I'll bring up, um, although it's it's a very long and very well written defense of of part it two. It is. Yep. Um, but I'm just going to read this verbatim because I don't think I could summarize it any better than it is. Nobody says uh, <laughs> they did not break the rules of Back to the Future universe in part two when Biff ended up back in the same future that Marty and Doc were in. Right. That was another big issue. We had. Yes. Uh, when things are changed in the past, it sends ripples out towards the future that slowly change the reality. Evidence of this is Marty's siblings slowly fading from the picture in Back to the Future 1 uh, or the gravestone fading in Back to the Future 3. If the, time, if the timelines behave as you suggest, a picture of Marty and his siblings would have immediately been empty when Marty first pushed George out of the way of the car. And therefore, old Biff simply outran changes he made in 1955 to arrive back in 2015 before it had changed hmm. and then marty and doc took off back to 1985 before they saw the changes happen around them in 2015 which i will say yes there is evidence of that in the movies but there's also evidence against that in the movies because when they burn the almanac the the newspapers change immediately immediately um you so know i'll I'll give nobody this one. I'll, I will agree with this and say that Biff dying was not Biff dying. It was Biff being rewritten. Yes. To an older version of, you know, in having made the change, Biff doesn't go back to being an old man in, you know, down on his luck in night in 2015. He's like riding on top of the world, living out his, faux donald trump casino man of the hour yeah existence you know i mean in 2015 he's he's biff tannen is preparing for his presidential run right yeah um and so yeah the the shuddering we see is just him getting ready just getting just getting rewritten yeah just getting rewritten so Um, I'll, i'll give nobody that one yeah, I like the I idea of, of ripples and outrunning ripples before changes happen and, and yada, yada, yada. I wish the movie had done a better job of establishing that. I kind of, you remember on um, Legends of Tomorrow, they addressed this a little bit where, oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. where yeah. Um, you know, kind of like the severity of how uh, intense the, the, the variant was in the past or whatever right. they called them. Um, Depending on how serious those were kind of de- depended how long it took for the timeline to adjust to it. Right. So like the timeline was still fluid while it was cementing in place. These, these big events from the past. Um, I like that sketch. I just don't like that. We're using legends of tomorrow to fix back to the future. I'm just saying, I think, I think that's kind of that, that whole idea that all, all of this is, is loose until it has time, no pun intended to kind of cement and set up. Um, yeah. And the thing, the thing I'll say about that is too, is legends of tomorrow does a really good job of never telling you the rules. They just mm -hmm. do something. Mm -hmm. And then if they decide to do something else, they never, they never established it as a rule. Yeah. Just happened. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it doesn't seem to have any effect on 
the rest of the the universe. Right. Just their timeline and right. their show. And I like that. It's all just and, good fun. And uh yeah, but I mean, you know, not a thinking man's show. Nobody from Jakku and and Alan and I'm sure many other longtime listeners have a special place in their heart for part 2. Part 2 is not without its merits. We we tried to go over them uh the best we could, but we also have fun. We have fun ranting. Yeah, guilty. You have something guilty. to rant about. Guilty is guilty, and there's there's very little in in the Back to the Future franchise to actually legitimately rant. So we have fun. Yeah, we have fun. Uh, and at the end of the day, it's just a wonderful, wonderful trilogy. It really is. Um, we- I I think I said this in the be- the episode. I think it's the the best of those trilogy, the classic trilogies. Yeah. I think it's a more coherent trilogy than Star Wars. I think it's a more coherent trilogy than Indiana Jones. Yeah. Um, everything seems to be a trilogy of... It's certainly a better trilogy than The Matrix, which came much later. Oh, um, yeah. Like, hands down. And um, I think it's a great case to... It's kind of the litmus test for... Tri- if you're going to do a trilogy and it doesn't hold up as well as Back to the Future, just don't do it. Yeah. And I think... Uh we'll we'll end with nobody's email on on uh, the biggest point that he agreed with us on and i think that's what you're right now kind of uh getting to as well as that you know we talked in the episode about how th- these were three parts these were three parts of one right mega event right these were not three separate movies that just chronologically took it part one after the other after the right. other these these were purposefully uh, segmented into parts, and uh, there's a strength. There's a strength right there in that there it's go. it's like a three week adventure. Yeah, just about. So like back that. to back to the future, guys. Back to the future. We got into it. Speaking of Back to the Future, um, my recommendation was was the uh, the Josh Gates Special. expedition Back yeah. to the Future. How was that? And uh, I'm halfway through it because I am watching it with my father. And so okay. I'm like, you know, coordinating like when we can get together to watch it. But it's flipping fantastic. I mean, it's really good. And and I'm learning a lot about the movies and the production. There's been so many cameos of actors and actresses <laughs> from uh, some of them playing themselves as as just the actor right. or actress from the movie. But some of them um, playing their character playing like a version of their character like strickland is in it as a as a security guard <laughs> on like one of the movie sets and um the uh How the musician still the, alive yeah he i mean you could tell it's him right but he is old he, he is much older um and and uh they had uh the musician from the first one who Hugh calls Lewis? up no the guy uh who calls up his his Oh, Marvin, Marvin Berry, Marvin, Marvin Berry, (laughs) Marvin, Marvin is back as a, um, as a used car salesman in it. That's fantastic. Um, He, he works for earth angel automotive or something like that. That's clever. After he sells, um, Josh and Christopher Lloyd, a car, uh, he calls his cousin Hallie to tell him that he finally, uh, (laughs) he finally unloaded this old piece of junk. So, uh, they're Holly having Barry. just they're having a great fun time with it. I'm I'm learning yeah. a lot about the series. I'm I'm anxious to watch the, the last two installments of this thing. And uh 
and as when I when I posted the trailer to the episode for the for the links, um, our recommendations, um, as I understood it, they're they're looking specifically, they're looking for all the cars. They're, they're, and then there's one lost one that they're trying to find. There's one lost one that they're trying to recover, and they're going to auction it off for the for the Michael J. Fox Foundation. And um, but in in trying to locate this seventh missing car, they're kind of going down and tracking down the other six to verify, you know, right. where they are and to get any leads on on where the seventh one is. And where I've left it at the end of the, the second part is that they've they've kind of traced it to. Uh, Universal Studios Orlando, but uh, mega fans of of the franchise um, and and DeLorean collectors pretty much agree that the 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 Back to the Future DeLorean that they have in Orlando is not, not an, authentic an authentic DeLorean car. from the movie. Yeah. Um, and so, as of how far I've gotten in it, that's where the trail has kind of gone cold. This move, this this seventh DeLorean was shipped to Orlando. Uh, we don't think that's the one on display anymore. What right. happened to it? Interesting. Um, and Christopher Lloyd is fantastic in it, and uh, and he's uh he's listed as one of the uh, the producers of it as well. So he's oh, it's fantastic. He's, he's fully in on this project. So I'll I'll fill they you guys in once we uh, completely finish it. Yeah, the last like piece of Back to the Future that I that I think is really cool is that people have been trying to like add things to the story mm-hmm. since the the third movie concluded they did the the animated series uh mm-hmm. and anything live action always gets like poo-pooed by by uh bob zemeckis because he won't do it unless fox and lloyd both come back yeah if, if you can't get those two then we're not doing it yeah and uh you know i i don't know what they're waiting for mm. just just do something yeah and because they they both keep doing these things for like 30th anniversary or 20 wherever we are at this point um talk show circuits they pal around quite a bit yeah they 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 seem to be still very close yeah um um, and michael j fox i mean he he does enough acting work yeah give us something even if it's just like a fucking special yeah do it. Do it. We deserve it after one 2020, last, 2021. Last Seriously. Give us one yeah. last hurrah. Yeah. So there you guys, you guys, you're long-term listeners. You, you get on that. Yeah. Please. Start the letter writing campaign. We know it works now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, Shades, anything else going on? Uh, it doesn't have to be Back to the Future related. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's some, there's some news from the multiverse. Um, okay. I will I will just say I have not read it but my uh my shade sense is tingling um as comic books often do things get rebooted retconned they abandon storylines just get abandoned and uh Nightma- Nightwing is back so oh. Dick Grayson is back to being Nightwing I I have not read the book since I feel like 20, 2018, I, I think. Uh, I was like, I'm done. I'm not doing this again. Uh, if When you last left us, longtime listeners, um, 
Nightwing had been shot in the head by KG Beast. Oh, yeah, I remember this. And he became like an. <laughs> I mean, it's just every time I say it, it's just like, oh, so bad. Um, becomes Rick Grayson. Yeah. A cab driver in Bloodhaven. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, and just like becomes a completely new person. I, I, I stopped reading all mainline comic books after that. Only reading independent books, but I did see um, like issue 75. I think they're on. Uh, he's back. Nightwing. Dick uh, is back as Nightwing. Grace. Yeah. Dick Grayson back to being Nightwing. The one. Not the Rick. Only. Rick Not, is dead. Rick Grayson. Uh, yeah. No, no longer with no us. No longer with us. OK. Uh, this this midstream in memoriam of Rick, <laughs> Rick Grayson. Rick Grayson. You got to have a thick skin to go through a, na- a life w- with your name being Dick. Yep. You do. That's uh, I believe that is that is something he has always maintained. Oh yeah, we we often call him Thick Skin Dick Grayson. Yes, yeah, that's we're on record. <laughs> You're on record. I'm. I'm. Um, I, there you go. I, I stand. So by that. Uh, Nightwing is back. Will I? Will I pick up the issue? Will I go back to reading it? Um, stay tuned, longtime listeners. Who knows? Ooh, what a cliffhanger! Um, yeah, as of yet, I have not, but okay. uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. There we go. Um, sketch, you got uh, you got anything? I mean, I uh, I did finally finish your recommendation uh, in the in the episode you you recommended Astralos in space. Oh yeah, yeah. And I finished that up. That was very good. Um, thank you for kind of reminding me. You're that, welcome. Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed I, it. I had fallen off that. Um, yeah, very the satisfying ending. Right. Nice wraps up nicely. Um, nice twelve. 13 ish yeah. episode run. Um, I like that. I like it. I've also finished uh, Dr. Stone season two, which uh, was great. Fantastic. And I, um, I have, ju- I've been, st- I just started that, that other show you were telling me about that uh, dragon show, the Dota Dota. Yes. Dota dragon, something, dragon's something. blood. Uh, I actually didn't get through the first episode because, you know, I have a toddler. Right. And uh, I couldn't get through it. But uh, I'm, oh, consider me peaked. Consider me peaked. Nice. Looks good. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. So that's, um, that's, that's my world lately. A lot of animated things. A lot of animated things and um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. That's, that's the current um, live action. Yeah. That's that uh, premiered since our last episode, and mm-hmm. uh, and we're almost done. Yeah, just they just put out episode six. No, five. Five. Okay. And so we got one episode, episode left. Oh yeah, six episode miniseries. Six episodes. Yep. And we're on episode five, uh, yep. and there will be no season two. Oh, there will not that. be. Okay. Yep. So the only thing that has a season two so far is Loki, mm-hmm. which is yet to come out. That comes out yes. next, which has already been greenlit for season two. Um, I guess that just means Tom Hiddleston doesn't want to do any more movies. Sure. So they're going to do a series. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, sketch. Uh, I'll just go to go back to what you were saying about Dota, uh, Dragon's Blood. There is no announcement of season two yet, but it is the in the top 10 in 47 different Netflix regions. So wow. um, safe bet it's going to get a season two. Yeah. It, it is definitely a worldwide hit. Good. Yeah. Great. From what I've seen so far, very good world building. I I'm, love, a, I'm a big fan. And it's the building. creative team that did uh, Castlevania, right? Yeah. So you know them. Yep. You know their quality. Yep. It's good stuff. 
Yeah. I'll say I much preferred this where this season ended to where the last season of Castlevania ended. Sure. Are we on are we on Castlevania season two or season three? I can't remember. They did no, three we finished seasons, two. That, right? We're 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 two we're in. waiting for season three. We're waiting for three. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, sketch. I uh, I just shared with you. They they've dropped the second trailer for Fast and Furious, the ninth installment, F nine. Yeah. My uh my my fr- I I didn't even know there was a first trailer. So th- the second trailer was oh, my first. I broke this to you. Yeah. Oh wow! Cool. I mean, I knew there was going to be one. I didn't right. know, uh, you know, with, with, with how the world is lately. I don't know. I don't know what, where movies are right now in terms of production. But apparently they're uh, it's, it's, full, it's, full speed ahead. It's, sketch, uh, what are your initial reactions? Um, I mean, my initial reactions, well, I think I just texted you, Jesus Christ. <laughs> right. that's, that's what I texted you. <laughs> I mean, um, it's getting... This is going to sound crazy. It's getting ridiculous. And it's been ridiculous right. for like five movies now already. But like, <laughs> we're going to space. Yes. Um, Guys, we're going to, I mean, they set up in the trailer that they're going to go into outer space wrapped in what looks like 1920s diving bell helmets. Yeah. And like the rubber gloves that you wear to wash dishes in the sink. Yep. yep. Just duct taped. Just like duct taped. Like, yeah. Like a hazmat suit. Um, um, yeah. I want to see how that I want to I think it was Tyrese and Ludacris that were yep. going I yeah, mean they're they're they are have, we just going to watch them like implode like explode as they go into outer space and they I think that's what's going to happen. <laughs> I do think that's, that's an what's interesting happen. choice. Um yeah, those two have definitely become the the comedic uh yeah. you know the side of of the the Fast and Furious franchise. So yeah, if you gonna shoot anyone into space it's gonna be those two there's there's comedy gold for you um john cena is in the movie and and we've introduced your our favorite part of bumblebee our favorite part of bumblebee as i believe as we labeled him poor man's dwayne the rock johnson yep stale piece of toast john cena as as vin diesel's younger brother as les as a little toretto fuck um what the the fuck the the movie character of the last 20 years who has been most obsessed with family here we are (laughs) in the ninth installment now saying oh by the way i have a strange little brother haven't seen the eighth movie in the eighth movie it was all about like he was the villain because he had to protect his little sister right uh older sister he no he was the villain ex-wife was it was it the eighth one yeah he he had to he had to um goes rogue to protect Charlize theron yes and he he's going rogue because Charlize theron okay spoiler alerts for for fast eight uh which i don't i i still do not fathom why they didn't call it Fast and Furious V8. But anywho. V8 instead of Fate um, of the Furious. It was, is that what it was? Yeah, I think it's Fate. Fate. Fate of the Fate Furious. Fate 8, something like that. I don't know. But um, w- what happens is earlier in the in the movie series, um, after his, his longtime steady love interest is killed, um, he gets another one in just one movie. Um, 
and then you know then it's then we then we find out that his his love interest uh survived and has amnesia and then we spend a movie trying to get her back and blah 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 blah. so like they are like heavy steady uh boyfriend girlfriend i guess they're married now in the movies uh but then charlize theron has has kidnapped that one-time love interest of of vin diesel's and she had a baby vin diesel's baby so charlize Charlize Theron is holding Vin Diesel's baby <laughs> ransom, basically hostage to to make sure he stays, uh, you know, working oh for her. Uh, if you have not seen <laughs> Fast and Furious Eight, I highly recommend it. If if nothing, then for the fantastic shoot 'em up action scene that Jason Statham has with an infant carrier, it is. <laughs> amazing <laughs> they worked it in um That's amazing but it's 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 statham at his best right i there. read i read an article with jason statham's wife recently mm-hmm. uh about how she's like the the idea of like who people think he is versus like who jason statham actually is yeah it was hilarious i'll see if i can find a link for it i'll put it yeah. in the show notes he uh he's definitely you get jason statham for a specific role sketch where i left fast and the furious Mm -hmm. is in the middle of tokyo drift Mm -hmm. we've talked about this i have seen one two and i guess most of tokyo drift sure yeah this franchise started out as a bunch of thieves who drive car they were stealing combination tv dvd players they were yes and now they're being launched out of jet-powered stealth car carriers into space. I think to I've, still they're they're still stealing TV <laughs> DVD combos. It's just I these think, are the extremes they're going to now to get them. I'm guessing in the last. I think I remember how did this get made? Talking about it. Um, there there's a thing with a submarine in the last movie yes. i think tyrese in the trailer references that and and how like he thought that was like over ridiculous the top. ridiculous yeah I, I feel like two movies ago it was a tank and then last movie was submarine and like the the ongoing joke with fast and furious has always been like what's it going to be fast and furious in space right like, yep, now they're going to space because we're, we're going to space um <sighs> it is it is remarkable. Like you said, when you think of where they started to right. where, where they are now, it is a remarkable journey um, that deserves to be talked about in length because right. it, you could have like, you could have like a, a college course on, on the Fast and Furious franchise. Well, I mean, I, I what I saw the first two of them in our co- college dorm. I watched them. I've only ever seen them because you were such a fan of the I really liked the I, first and the second ones. Yeah. This the second one I remember you were very excited because they had trucks. Yeah, they had some trucks. You make me sound like a child, but yeah, I was very excited because there were trucks in it. <laughs> there were trucks in this like, um, there are trucks in this one. And you you dro- drove and still drive a Ford Ranger. We've talked yep, about this. Yep. So you were very excited that they very had excited that we're trucks, finally getting some truck trucks in Fast trucks. and the Furious, and now you know we have flying cars. Now flying, car- I'm excited for flying cars. Sketch. Um, I they, want they that me, conversion. They had me a truck. Yeah, 
But you know what? Fast and Furious has has maintained for me. I legit watched the first movie and I and I go, you know, this is a pretty damn good movie. Now it's I'm single handedly like, like brought back autocross and car like street yeah. car racing. And now I watch them. I'm like, this is ridiculous, but this is a lot of fun. Right. You know, like they're just like fun, <laughs> ridiculous movies with like a really loose plot that that just like gets you from car chase to car chase to submarine chase really loose i feel like you're being generous with really loose well vin diesel had a baby <laughs> apparently i mean the um, the bonkers thing to me is that like they're used vin diesel used to have a rule where he didn't make sequels yeah now he's made eight now he's well, made- i guess he wasn't he wasn't in two of them so he he's wasn't made- in two or three and then there's been like a whole new franchise of these movies and he's gone back and done sequels to a lot of different to others movie yeah. franchises, it, it's but he didn't his mind. used to make sequels yeah changed his and mind. now that's all he does is make sequels. it's amazing what a large sum of money will do um i feel like i need to see this movie i feel like we need to talk about it on the pod i like do we've, think we we've often to. talked about like i'm gonna watch the first one and the last one and you're just gonna fill in the middle for me yeah i and think this is this will be the I, time this i think will this will be the time, be the time. yeah i very much enjoyed hobbs and shaw um, and I I'm, still need to see Hobbs and Shaw. I have not. Oh seen my it. goodness, sketch! Oh, yeah, what I, I a, you had a whole like year of being trapped in your house. You're running out of time. I'm I'm running out of time. Oh, because then life gets back to normal yeah. and no then more movies really ever. Yeah. yeah, then you're not gonna have time. Yeah, it's well, fun. Oh, I I I believe it. I think I'll have a good time. And uh, Idris Elba was fantastic. Is it streaming on anything right now? It's I don't be streaming believe. on something. Uh, maybe but who HBO knows what Max? it's on? Maybe HBO Max. Check out the Max. I'll check out the Max. Um, here's some uh, news. Here's a quick one. Uh, Netflix and Sony have signed an exclusive contract. Netflix is going to be the streaming service of Sony. So oh, thank all, you. all Sony pictures, movies, all of the Spider-Man spinoffs, Venom, everything that they're going to do and all future Spider-Man movies, even the ones in the MCU are going to be uh, on Netflix and all Sony pictures movies are going to be exclusively on Netflix. I appreciate that's a big that, catalog. I appreciate that Sony didn't try to make their own. I also appreciate that. that Sony Thanks not- for just joining a pre-existing. Uh, and, and let's and make that opinion, a little more of the regular the best, the best yeah. of all the streaming services still. Yeah. Well, they had, I mean, Netflix has had kind of like, it. yeah, they've had, they've had the longest and they, and they've been the ones to set expectations too. Correct. Um, so it's, it's easier to make everyone else fail to meet expectations when i'm just excited for the fact that uh hopefully i'll be finally be able to see ghostbusters afterlife Ghostbusters, yes that's the new one delayed until november of fuck you sony pictures of 20 2021 2021 okay supposed to come out in june now they pushed it back to november okay it's better be amazing they're really pushing for that in theater release box office and i just don't think it's gonna happen guys yeah just don't think it's gonna happen yeah i don't think i'm ever going back i love movies i love movie theater sketch i don't think i'm ever going back to a movie theater there you go i'll i'll wait for vod there you go sketch Plenty of anything else? for vod yeah um no i'm good uh i'll just wrap with godzilla versus kong yeah that came out it did i haven't seen it it's fucking ridiculous did you see it i did oh wow it's a, a two two word sketch. Atomic tomahawk. Okay, I got it. Atomic tomahawk. I did new, not 
I, nuclear I steak. No, no spoilers other than atomic tomahawk. And I see what they did there. I like like the uh, the inference mm-hmm. of of the groundwork that they laid and what they were trying to do. Uh, but just, wow. Uh, talk about like if people complain about like Justice League or like Batman versus Superman, it's like it's even less dialogue, plot, or story development than Batman versus Superman, and makes even less sense. Wow! So, uh, mon- the the beat 'em up monster movies are not my thing. I like I don't have a hard on for like Godzilla, Kong, uh, like uh, what do you call them, kaiju. Yeah, like months. I don't. That's not my thing. I mean, I enjoy sci-fi, so I will always go and see it. But it's not like the thing that I will like die, the hill that I will die upon. But uh, I, I just feel like big miss, big miss. I, ha- I haven't seen any of the newer Godzillas. I think the last I haven't Godzilla either. I saw was the 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 Matthew Broderick. Broderick. I enjoyed like that. I know 2000. it's not people's favorite. Ooh, we should do it on the show. Um, Come I did. Me. I did oh, see um, Kong skull island oh well that's one of them um yeah but i mean that was a kong one that wasn't a godzilla one yeah so i guess they did they did a godzilla movie with brian cranston yeah i didn't see that one i saw that one i enjoyed it very much i thought it was very good and then they did another godzilla movie with millie 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 bobby brown and uh the guy from bloodline and I guess I guess Kong, Kong Skull Island came first. So they get Kong Skull Island, then another Godzilla movie, and now Godzilla versus Kong. But the the Brian Cranston one's not connected. Mm-hmm. So it's it's you know I don't I really liked that one better. It was just very cartoony. Well, it's uh, it felt like a real divergence from like the kaiju Godzilla and Kong movies of the past. It's still on the max, right, for a little while. So maybe uh, I'll, yeah, I'll check it out. You know, it's it's good fun. But it's it's not incredibly deep. And, I like to uh, have good fun. I feel like it tried to do too many different things. Mm-hmm. Um, I hear you. Also, I question the science of how, like, if that is if that is the construction of planet Earth that they posit in the movie. I don't understand how we're not all dead. Mm-hmm. So I'll leave it at that. Yeah. I I, I uh, not not my cup of tea. And I can't weigh in because I haven't seen it. Not my cup of tea. Longtime listeners, if it was if 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 that's your thing and I, I've missed the mark, I want to know. Right into the show, I'll tell you why you're wrong. That's your tagline. That really is your tagline. <laughs> your shirt. Right into the that. show, I'll tell you why you're wrong. Yeah, exactly. And, and just in in good fun, in good fun, in good fun, guys. There are you know when it comes to this stuff, I really don't think there are are wrong opinions. Um, if there's you know if you are a fan of something, then it doesn't matter how bad it is because you're gonna love it. And we're going to talk more about that in an upcoming episode. That's why I, that's why I like doing this podcast because yeah. you just like what you like. And if exactly. you like something and I don't like it, I don't hold it against you. Exactly. And it, we it just, just have fun. If you're a true fan of something, it doesn't matter how bad it is or what other people say of it because it's your, it's your thing. I will, I will say the only thing is just don't be a toxic fan. Just don't be a yes. toxic fan. Yeah. Just be a good what's what's the opposite of a toxic fan? Just a fan? Just a fan. Just be a fan. Just be a I don't, fan fan. I don't believe that there are toxic fans sketch. And I think we're gonna talk more about that too. I toxic fans are not true fans. They're okay. looking for something else. Is this a good time to then talk about what we're talking about next week? 
I think it is. All right. So, um, I guess I mean, should we just we'll, we'll, let's let's come out and say that uh, our next episode is going to be the Geeking Out season two finale. finale. All right. So we're 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 wrapping up season two before we start season three. What else would we ever use for our big season finale than the Snyder the Cut? The Snyder Cut. I mean, are are you surprised? You shouldn't be. And I think we're going to use this opportunity to talk. You know, we've been kind of throwaway joke. We'll talk about that in the Batman versus Superman episode. I think we're going to wind up talking a lot about Batman versus Superman in this yeah, episode. I mean, it's just going to it's just going to come out naturally, I think. Um there's a lot to talk about with four it. Hours it's a and four hours and two minutes long. Yep, it's a it's it's a doozy, guys. So if you are gonna uh, follow along with us at home, you know, pace yourself. Yes, because it's 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 a biggie. It is, uh, but it's it's totally in our wheelhouse to talk about. We have to talk about it. Yes, and uh, it's gonna be our big season two season. And and I'm just gonna put this out here. If if you're you're playing along at home. And you're going to watch the Snyder Cut before our next episode, which I highly encourage you to do. I will oh, also yeah. encourage you to watch the theatrical cut. Yes, you got you got some homework to do. You don't have to, but I will just say at the top of this, here's here's just to talk a little about you know fandom. I'm a fan of this stuff, like DC superhero comic. That is my that is my jam. Yeah. It's like Ghostbusters, Star Trek. The Rocketeer, that's really easy. You can put that in a corner. And then, like, the Batman, Superman, the Justice League, the DC Comics Universe. Dick. Grayson. Grayson, yeah. Um, I love this shit, guys. And, mm-hmm. you know, you and, we did Justice League when it came out. We, we did the did. theatrical cut. We enjoyed it. You recognizing might say we, we geeked out, you might say. We did. Recognizing that it was far from perfect. We enjoyed it, and I will I will go as far to say, and we'll talk about it in the episode, I'm sure, there are things that I enjoyed more in the theatrical cut yeah. than I did in the Snyder cut. Yeah. Very different movies. And I just want to say how lucky I feel to live in a world where I get two versions, mm. two versions that I enjoyed with wildly different performances, mm-hmm. both with their problems, both with their foibles. How lucky I feel to live in a world where I get two completely different cuts uh, and, and visions and tone of my characters. That's great. Yeah. So it's I'm excited to do the Snyder it's Cut. It's going to be quite the episode. I feel like I need to also watch the theatrical. Um I'll get and on I'll that. just say I watched I so before I watched that for I watched Man of Steel. I watched BVS like Ultimate Director's Cut Edition. I watched the theatrical cut of Justice League and then I watched Snyder Cut. Whew, it was a lot. That's I had a, a blast. It was a great yeah. it was a great week. There you go. It was a great week. So guys, um I watched I watched Suicide Squad and I watched uh Birds of Prey again. I watched it all. I watched Watch the all. whole Snyder universe, if you will. There you go. There's your homework, guys. Yeah, do it all. So join us next time for the Snyder Cut. It's been released. Ooh. We have thoughts. We have opinions. You're going to hear them. Oh, you're going to hear them. Chase <laughs> will tell you why you're wrong if you disagree. <laughs> 
All right, and uh, I guess we will. We'll see you next see time, you next guys. Time.